We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Spins away, baseline shot, Shea puts it in, and walks it off in OKC. Giddy keeps it himself and takes it up as he glides with the finger roll. What's up everybody, welcome to the Uncontested Postgame Show, part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and DailyThunder.com. I'm your host for the night, J.D. Silva, here to discuss the Thunder's 112-111 loss to the Miami Heat. Before I get started, talk about the starting lineup, talk about some big takeaways. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast and leave us a five-star rating if you haven't done so already. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and sometimes TikTok. All right, tough game. The Thunder's lone nationally televised or game on TNT of the season. Uh, Really tough end if you all were watching along. As this game went on, uh, let's break it down, though, and cope together. Uh, if you have any questions, of course, feel free to drop them in the comment section. Uh, we got one comment in already. Well, that sucked. You are right, my friend. That did suck. Uh, starting lineup for the night. SGA, Lou Dort, Josh Giddy, J-Dub, and the wild card as usual, Eugene Omarui. You never know who's going to be at the five spot uh, for this team. Uh, boy. So uh, let's get into some big takeaways. First one, hey, okay, so you had a national TV game. That's awesome. You get to hear uh, people like Jeff Van Gundy and Shaq, and uh, I guess who was on the other people uh, on TNT? It wasn't the usual TNT crew tonight. Um, Jamal Crawford uh, on the TNT crew tonight, which was odd. Uh, get to talk about the Thunder. And normally whenever you hear national media talk about OKC, uh it's kind of like describing this team to someone who has never watched them before. You're going to hear a lot of uh, SGA is herky-jerky. Uh, Josh Giddy is really crafty. The team plays really hard. And all that is true. But it is it is still nice to get some national recognition, some national claim. And Thunder got plenty of that tonight from the commentators, I thought. Um, second big takeaway. Let me ask you all a question. If there was one thing that you wanted to see in a nationally televised game, against the Miami Heat, what would it be? What would it be? Is it free throws? Because that's what we got. We got free throws. Uh, So many of them from the Miami Heat, they set an NBA record for consecutive free throws made in a game with 40. 
They made 40 free throws tonight, 40 of 40 from the line. Good God, that was so gross. Uh, and we all just had to sit there with our eyelids taped to our eyebrows and watch. Um, just nasty. The free throw differential, uh, OKC, 14 of 21 from the line tonight. That's a normal free throw stat for a team, I would say. Miami, 40 of 40 from the line. Uh, really, really tragic stuff from the line that tonight. Um, third and my final takeaway, the SGA, Giddy, and J-Dub trio uh, played a great game and showed off what they could be capable of in the coming years at the end of this game tonight and throughout. Uh, but primarily at the end, there was some really exciting stuff going on between those three. So let's get into the step-by-step summary. Uh, and we can take a little bit longer on this one. There's not, I don't think there's a ton of takeaways from this game outside of how horrific the refs were. I think I'm not, I'm not one to blame the refs, but when my, when a team sets an NBA record for free throws made in a nationally televised game, something has to be said. Um, so quarter one, uh, I thought SGA right out of the gate and, and in certain spots throughout the night, uh, forced things a bit. Uh, Miami, kind of moved every Miami move was made in sync with SGA SGA took one step to the right. The, their five men on defense took one step to the right to follow him Uh really difficult night for him. So he was forcing it a bit early. Uh, I thought the thunder defense was really bad Uh right out of the gate within the first five minutes of the first quarter. Uh, Mark did call a timeout and fix some of those things, but um, and ultimately what was happening, what I thought was bad defense was really just Jimmy Butler driving and drawing a foul over and over and over and over and over again. And at first I thought, oh, that's just bad defense by OKC. You know, they're getting they're they're biting on pump fakes, they're biting on XYZ. No, it just that trend would continue in historic fashion for the rest of the game. Uh the zone the the, the Van Gundy that was on, I think it's was it Stan? Was it Jeff? Who knows? Uh pointed out that zone defense uh, for Miami and it was causing OKC a lot of problems early on. That was the biggest thing that kind of stifled Shea early. Uh, but Kenrich Williams and Josh Giddy and Aaron Wiggins really helped break that zone defense down and force Miami to play a different style through really smart backdoor cutting. Um, I thought Jada, of course, always makes smart cuts and, and played a part in uh, breaking that defense down. But uh, the young OKC team did find a way to break the zone in a non-conventional way. A lot of times you see, pass, 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 shoot whenever you finally get an opening to break down the zone, but uh, they were able to break it down with just really smart and crafty passing. Uh, On to quarter two, uh, the score is 31-26 Miami. Um, It is literally just the, it is the Jimmy Butler free throw show for almost the entire second quarter. Anytime OKC begins to get momentum, Jimmy free throws, Jimmy free throws, Jimmy free throws. If you don't know what happened, hello, Jimmy Butler at the free throw line once again. Um, Just absolute slop. Um, now it's 63 56. Let's fast forward beyond halftime into quarter three. I, in my notes, I write, please no more free throws. Boy, was I foolish. There would be more free throws. Um, 22 in the first half for Miami. So you thought for sure, maybe they'll get eight more the rest of the game. Nope. Um, thunder offense, uh, looked like they were playing better. I thought coming out of the third, but they played sloppily. Uh, Miami is a tough veteran team. They play tough defense and generate a lot of turnovers, but thunder felt like we're playing a little bit too loose. Um, and there was actually a really cool TNT soundbite from Mark late in the fourth, uh, but still is relative to this point, uh, talking to all the players saying, 
how important it is to take care of the ball, saying we're not going to win this game if we don't take care of the ball, uh, being too careless, things like that. And that was true for most of the game tonight. Uh, they were a bit careless. Um, now we are on to uh, Kenrich Williams was a hero for most of this game. Uh, I, most of this game. Um, but particularly in the third, he had a really good... Let me uh, find his line while I'm in the game recap so I don't forget to talk about it later. Um, <clears throat> Kenneth Williams, 13 points tonight again. And he's he's been playing offense like that the last two weeks, I think. He's been the Kenrich that we know and love and more, um, especially from three. He's been really good. Uh, he was one of the things that kind of buoyed this offense when it needed it the most. Uh, we see J-Dub coming in in short spurts, making huge impacts. He It was a blown alley-oop play. J-Dub like, catches the blown alley-oop and immediately passes to a wide-open shooter who knocks it down. That was awesome. Then we see through the end of the third, just a mountain of Miami free throws again. Uh, but somehow, uh, the score is nearly tied heading into the fourth. It's like 88-89. to 89. Now into the dramatic fourth quarter. Uh Jimmy Butler is just being so annoying at this point of the game. You can clearly tell he is going up only for contact. Whenever he's taking any shot, he's like looking behind him first and kicking out his legs just a little bit to see if, no, maybe I can generate something here, anything at all. Uh, Jimmy Butler finished 6 of 17 from the field tonight and 23 of 23 from the line. Uh, 35 points. Good God. Um, so that's what most of the fourth quarter looks like. It was Jimmy going to the line. Um as soon as I made a note that Miami was now 34 of 34 from the line, uh, Gabe Vincent made a four point play, uh, which was just dreadful. Um, SGA uh, begins to force it a little bit into the fourth quarter, uh, played sloppily himself, uh, kind of just driving. And it's tough. Miami did go back to zone whenever Shea had the ball out of the times and Shea would try to drive into all three guys that were in the paint area and would turn the ball over. Um, so a difficult night for him at times uh, from a turnover standpoint. You have to keep the defense honest. I get it. Um, but maybe get the ball into Josh or J-Dub's hands a bit more. Uh, Josh Giddy, I wanted to make a note here, stopped a three-on-one fast break on his own. You may see this clip floating around from various Thunder accounts. Really impressive defense from Josh tonight. Uh, had one of his better games of the season, I think. And then the turning point of this game happens. OKC has like all the momentum here. They're up by six or seven points. There's like four or five minutes left, and it's looking like they have the momentum. This game is theirs. Well, then Trey Mann comes in for his lone cameo of the night, hits two really nice step-back jumpers. On the third play that Trey Mann has the ball, he turns the ball over, and then Eugene Omarui slaps Oladipo in the chest, fouling him on a fast break, which they count as a clear path foul. So I don't know the exact punishment of a clear path. I know it's, you get possession, uh, you get free. Th it's essentially the same as a flagrant. You get possession and a free throw. Um, and they scored off of that next possession. So that they go on an 11 2 run after that clear path foul by Eugenio Marui. Um, and I think the game is like heavily shifting in Miami's favor at this point. Well, then J-Dub comes in and makes another, impact in a short amount of time um hits a really incredible like fake fake out and then a layup then gets a steal plus an assist to josh giddy who hits like a floater off the baseline then Dub gets another steal on the next play um didn't lead to any points but regardless that's two steals in like 60 seconds for Dub. it was awesome 
SGA hits a step back three to take the lead. Momentum has swung greatly in the Thunder's favor. It's looking great. Um, Miami is now 39 of 39 from the line. Uh, I think that is the record for free throws made in one game consecutively. It was made by the Mavs a long time ago. Um, Giddy then continues to have like one of the best stretches of play of his young season and hits a really nice baseline pass to, I think, J-Dub. Uh, J-Dub, SGA, and Josh Giddy are all connecting so well uh, late in this game, and I really, really thought that it was going to end in a Thunder victory. Uh, the Thunder go up one. Kenrich uh, Williams gets fouled after SGA makes a pass to him into the paint. Kenny draws the foul, goes to the line with about 20 seconds left, and he misses both free throws. Misses them both. Uh, Jimmy uh, Oladipo then grabs the rebound after the second miss, gets it to Jimmy, who's in a one-on-one matchup against J-Dub in the opposing paint. He gets J-Dub to bite on the pump fake, which J-Dub's a rookie. He's probably not going to do that again. Has to happen at some point. Jimmy gets the and one off that play. Heat go up by one. And then SGA uh, brings the ball down the court, takes a three off the dribble. It is uh, an open shot, uh, but a lot of people are saying he maybe should have driven in, maybe should have made, uh, made a different pass. Uh, but SGA misses at the buzzer. The game is over at that point. There is a jump ball with like 0.8 seconds left. Um, but what can you do? You know, you want, then we can just get into personal analysis from here. Uh, you want the Thunder to be in games like this and figure out how their late game situations are going to look, what a, what the right play looks like on any given scenario, what happens. Uh, you, you don't want to put yourself in a position where a guy has to make free throws, because but you should be able to make your free throws. Like Kenrich makes those free throws, the Thunder probably win. That, that is what I think. Um, regardless, hopefully it is a growing experience for OKC that they won such a close and nationally televised game. Um, you move on. You move on to the next game, which is going to be on Thursday, and try and forget this one. It, you know, they they played strong. Uh, Miami were missing a lot of their key guys uh, in Bam and Kyle Lowry, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and so on and so forth. Uh, but I think that free throw discrepancy was highly abnormal for a game like this, and they were fighting against that the entire game. Had the free throws just been anywhere remotely close to even, uh, the Thunder would have won. And so there are a lot of things that went against OKC tonight, and that's fair. And the Thunder have to deal with that uh, on this night in particular. Uh, and that's just the way it goes. So let's go through uh, some box scores, some other takeaways. Um, of course, the Miami free throws, really gross. Uh, Jimmy shooting free throws uh, the entire night. is That's like his primary form of offense. And he is he is a uh, kind of a superstar a sunsetting superstar, you might say. He doesn't really turn it on throughout the regular season unless it's uh, kind of just barreling to the rim and drawing a foul or hitting a, a really tough layup because he's so strong. doesn't really shoot threes uh, anymore. He's just that kind of player now. And uh, it's re- really it was really tough for OKC to deal with. They don't have a lot of strength to deal with him. Uh, the refs were having a rough night. So, yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler was a huge reason why Miami won this game ultimately. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. 
Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic. Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Um, I really, really enjoyed. I talked about it in the uh, analysis of the actual game as it was playing out, but the Thunder being able to break down the Miami zone defense in an unconventional way uh, through really smart passing and cutting, I thought was awesome. Great to see. Uh, Royce Young had a tweet that, yeah, it's good to see this this team on a national stage, but it's even better to see how fun this team plays on a national stage because this is a very fun team to watch. They play really fluid and disciplined basketball. and I had a great time watching. I'm sure we all did here. Uh, just didn't end up with a win. Uh, SGA for the night finished 9 of 18 from the field, uh, 6 of 7 from the free throw line, so a bit less than what he usually gets. I think he averages around 11 free throws per game. Um, ended up with <clears throat> 26 points, uh, a plus 2. One of the only, out of the starters, I think he was one of the only pluses. Yeah, he was the only plus, uh, plus minus out of the starters. Uh, 6 turnovers for SGA, 6 turnovers for Giddy also. Uh, so that was tough. Uh, and I, I think Shea played a fine game. He it just gets guarded differently. And this is going to happen whenever the Thunder get to the playoffs finally. I doubt it's going to be this year, but whenever they get into the playoffs and truly arrive, like Presti has mentioned, Shea is going to face defenses like this. So it's important to find uh, little moments, little pockets of of defense, like what you would see in the playoffs in the regular season so that you can work through some of these struggles and figure out what, it needs to look like in the future. And he still had an efficient night, nine of 18, just turned the ball over a lot. Uh, but it's all right. Uh, let's move on to uh, J-Dub. Uh, finished five of nine from the field, one of two from three. Uh, he had a block, two steals, five assists, a little bit of everything, 12 points on the night. I think he should have taken more shots. Uh, if you look at, at the shots, shot distribution out of the starting lineup, Eugene took three, that's fine. J-Dub took nine. SGA took 18. That's fine. Josh took 18. That's fine. 
Lou took 13. I think uh, we can all agree that Lou took too many ill-advised shots tonight, and he had a really inefficient night himself. Maybe give some of those to J-Dub. Just cough it up. Cough it up to J-Dub, please. Um, love that guy. Just always knows how to make the right play. Um, he's getting more and more buzz nationally. Uh, I know if anyone here listens to Sam Bassini, he's talking about J-Dub as being like one of the better rookies of the class. I think we can all agree. It's, a lot of people want to have the discussion of, who do you like more long-term, Giddy or J-Dub? Uh, I think uh, my friend Jacob Niffin said it best. Why not both? The Thunder have them both. They will both be awesome. We don't have to pit them against each other in any way. Um, Kenneth Williams, like I said, had a nice night, aside from the blunder at the end of the game. Finished 6 of 8 from the field. 13 points, was a plus 6, 4 rebounds. Um, good game from from Kenny. I feel bad for him that he missed those. He's Kenneth Williams is sneakily not a good free throw shooter at all i think he's in the 54 percent range for his career uh it doesn't take that many of them of course but uh, not a good number for uh kenneth williams uh moving on to josh giddy who was the uncontested player of the game tonight notched a triple double on the national stage finished 0 of 4 from three uh, but that did not stop him from being aggressive finished 8 of 18 from the field in total uh 15 rebounds 10 assists um a block Played really good defense. Stopped a three-on-one fast break. Uh, generally was awesome. He had six turnovers too, but I'm I'm not upset. Uh, you need Josh to take passes like that so he can iron those out over time and, and just generally improve. Um, Lou Dort. Uh, I made a note to myself here, and I saw other people on Twitter kind of discussing this, but Lou Dort just at times makes a lot of bad decisions on offense, but he hustles so hard that it kind of makes you forget about them we need to find a balance there because like you cannot be as bad as he was on offense during, in, in important stretches of the game tonight and just make up for it with hustle. There, there has to be, it, we talk about players having leashes with Mark, like you make a mistake, you get benched. I think Lou Dort maybe needs to be a part of that discussion. I know he's a veteran. I, he just got his extension, uh, but he was rough. Played 32 minutes, four of 13 from the field, one of six from three, nine rebounds, two assists. Um, Played decent defense. Kind of hard to, to judge that when the Heat are getting so many free throws. Uh, but tough one for Lou Dort, I would say. Uh, moving on, we'll just kind of run through the rest of the of the lineup before we head out for the night. Um, Lindy Waters got to play 13 minutes. Good for him. Played nice defense. Banked in a three. Uh, did a little MJ shrug. That was a blast. Um, we see Trey Mann only play eight minutes. I'm unsure why he only played eight minutes. Um... I don't know. I didn't see anything like that groundbreaking early in the game. Whenever he did get, he got, he got three minutes in like the first quarter or early second, and then did not play again until early in the fourth quarter. Uh, so I don't know why he didn't play at all. His confidence has been looking good and he came in and hit two nice step back jumpers. So I don't know. Uh, finished two of three and ended up with four points. Isaiah Joe, 16 minutes, two of seven from three. That's fine. Keep shooting away. Isaiah Joe, we need you. For the spacing, uh, Aaron Wiggins, 13 minutes. A lot, a lot of guys played tonight. The only guys who did not play were uh, Jay Will and Darius Baisley. Everyone else played. Uh, so really digging into the bench for for Mark. Uh, I don't know if that is because of foul trouble. Lou Dort fouled out. He had six. Uh, obviously, with Miami shooting 20, going to the line 20 times and uh, making 40 free throws. You're going to find a lot of personal fouls throughout the box score. So maybe that's why minutes were being distributed uh, like they were tonight. Don't totally know. Uh, but I think that's probably enough for uh, looking at box scores and 
having general analysis about this game. I think we've touched all of our bases there. Uh, like I said, the uncontested player of the game was Josh Giddy. I think he, that's the first time I've been able to put him as player of the game uh, or really anyone besides SGA as player of the game when I've been covering a post game. So that's nice. Um, this does not mean that the Silva curse is back. And by no means does this mean that. I think I need to lose. In order for the curse to be back in action, I need to lose like three in a row uh, for games that I'm covering. So surely that will not happen. Surely not. Uh, let's look ahead uh, before we close the show out for the night. Um, Thunder are now 18 and 23 on the season. They play the Sixers on Thursday, which most of us on Sunday's pod said they would lose. I would still stand by that tonight and agree. Uh, then they play the Bulls on Friday. That one's probably going to be a coin flip. The Bulls are not great. The Bulls weirdly only beat good teams uh, and have a really bad record against uh, not like the non-elite teams. The Bulls have beat Boston twice this year. Uh, things like that. So really weird game. Don't know what to expect from that. Um, now th- this one is interesting. So I guess that the Thunder would go two and two on this four game stretch between the Heat, Sixers, Bulls, and Nets. Uh, I picked them to win the Miami game and the Bulls game. Well, they lost the Miami game, but now the Nets game on Sunday, there will be no Kevin Durant. He sprained his knee again after none other than Jimmy Butler uh, fell into his knee. So KD is out like two to three weeks uh, from what we know. And now that is maybe a winnable game where maybe it wasn't before. So so that's super interesting. Uh, That'll be a fun game to talk about after uh, or on Sunday's show. Uh, Really looking forward to that. Uh, I want to thank everyone for joining me tonight uh, for this game. It's a ton of fun to watch a nationally televised game. Just unfortunate that they couldn't come out with a win. Um, Either way, thank you guys so much for tuning in to the live stream or for listening to me afterwards. We will see you all on Thursday after the Sixers game uh, and Sunday for our weekly show, of course. Thanks so much again. Have a great night. Adios. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.